they should probably i think yoga studios should stay open while the clubs are open I just would be there up until midnight or so, you know, because sleep is an important part of it. And, yeah, and I'm I'm not trying to be up all night. Yeah, and no so. one's really trying to be up like that yeah. all the time. But I think there should be like Friday, Saturday night yoga classes somewhere. I think that would be really fun. Yeah, we should do that then. Welcome. Welcome to the Labwell Podcast. I'm your host Greg Beecham, and I'm Shannon Beecham, and we are back. You were with us. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> so today we're talking about what we are lovingly calling wellness adventures, a form of self-care. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I guess wellness adventures, we can call it that because it is kind of adventurous as I get out in the world and try these things for the first time. Yeah, it's an adventure for me, for sure. It is. But I guess to describe what it is that we have not yet coined with a term is basically as you're changing your lifestyle, you know, regardless of what it is you're doing, but of course, in this case, for healthier living, mm-hmm. you find new activities to engage in both for entertainment and for your healing. Mm-hmm. And so this none of well, I have not done a lot on the list, but I will say that I didn't even, it wasn't even on my radar at one point, Mm -hmm. but these are kind of like some of the fun go-to places to go. You, these are the things I do when I'm by myself. You meet like-minded people. Free time. Yeah. See, and that's where I think too, we differ on that. This is what you like to do on your free time when you're alone. This is what I like to do with friends. Oh, my friends aren't into it. I know. And that's, well, I mean, it's as we get into some of the topics, we'll we'll talk about it. It's a weird thing with men in wellness spaces, well, yeah. especially uh, the Korean spa. Yeah. Which is what I love to do with my friends. Oh, yeah, I love and... to do that. But <laughs> uh, the guys that I know, I don't imagine them. No, I don't so either. Cool. Just hanging around, hanging around naked in the spa. Penises out. Yeah. Swinging around in the wind. Yep. Cooling. Okay. Walking around. <laughs> So you mentioned one, mm-hmm. the the bathhouse, the Korean spa. Yeah. That is one of my favorite places. It is. It's so magical. It, yeah. And it would even it would be even better, and I'm gonna take it there, if we had some like black owned spaces no, like absolutely. this. Absolutely. I mean, I do enjoy them, but we know that there is like a dynamic of having to still keep yourself protected in that space i've never had anybody follow me around or anything like at the hair store but it's it's still a little different it's it's all in the same spaces is the wellness and beauty spaces kind of intersect and i don't think that the things that happen are so far from something that's been taught culturally right and so yeah when i when i go to patronize uh, patron those places it is always in the back of my mind mm-hmm. and it is definitely been a goal of mine. I've always wanted a big wellness center, like a strip mall type situation. Say less. Complete with mm. the, the waterworks. We're there. The, the whole thing. Because for me, I grew up, you know, watching Miyazaki movies and there's always, I mean, especially spirited away because the, the whole thing took place at a, mm-hmm. a bathhouse or like a spa place. Oh, I just, it is just too magical for me. I just love it. And the crystal rooms, the different heat or like the temperatures Mm -hmm. rooms, just having a space where you can lay out and just rest and be quiet. You can eat. There's water. Yeah. What else do you need? Right. A wonderful thing. One of my favorite things to do when I've been pulling all night driving road trips and whatnot, especially find a space, you know, uh, one of the places I generally go to, I'm not going to name the name of it, but if you were in Atlanta, you probably know. Yeah. There's only so many. (laughs) Yeah. Whenever I drive up and down from there, instead of a hotel, I'll go there and I'll get, you know, my Zen on and then I'll take a nap Mm. and wake up brush my teeth, get refreshed, and then get back on the road and go. Interesting. That's borderline (laughs) genius. But then, like, also a little wellness ratchet. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, I'll be that. Uh, Yeah, me too. I love the idea. 
I'm yeah. not knocking it. I'm just saying it It seems like it toes the line. Yeah, I think it might a little bit. And now, because of the pandemic, I don't even think a lot of these places are open 24 hours anymore. Well, certain states have their oh, yeah, that's true. things that they're doing. And so, Here, I don't think they are. Yeah, no, the, one, the ones up in the DMV area are not. So we talk about the Korean spa, the bathhouses. And so some of the things we talked about that are there, the, the water treatment, the hot tub the The cold plunge i love that the saunas the steam rooms the refrigerator rooms the jade rooms the amethyst Mm. rooms the gold rooms the salt rooms all of these wonderful things that just pour into the body and it just allows you to be you don't have to really go and just stare at the amethyst you don't have to stare into the gold you don't have to do unless you want to rituals around it you might see people doing that when you get there but you don't have to do that all you have to do is just be yep be turn your phone off disconnect for a little bit and be yeah and uh and most of these places they even offer a few other services right like Um, massage and things yeah like Mm -hmm. massages body scrubs Mm -hmm. body scrubs are excellent to get that layer of dead skin off the body they're generally more light rubbing strokes. And so they're on the the top layer of your skin. You might feel a bit of a burn. You might feel like it's a I little was rough say from when what, they're trying to get the skin yeah, off. Yeah, from everything. what I've heard, it's a really rough experience, but yeah. I'm looking forward to that. It's, I mean, it's not like a deep tissue massage. Got though. you. So okay. yeah, you're still working on the super, more superficial layers when you're doing scrubs and whatnot. Got you. But they don't uh, be playing about getting that dead skin off. Yeah, I mean, it depends on how crusty you are when you go up in there. When you like have, me, like a baby, they treat me with care. Oh, no, they're going to have a hard time with me then. <laughs> Whatever tools they might have, sandpaper, bring it out. Ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they'll do that. Massage service is great to get the blood flow circulation, great for relaxation or um, even for people looking to enhance performance around sports, improve recovery. So many benefits. Yeah, mm-hmm. there are. There are lots of pros. The price, even. Oh, yeah. I think even for the price, because you pay, you pretty much can stay however long you want after that. So you have people who will stay overnight. And I think they might charge you more if you're there all day and you just stay overnight. I think there's like an extra. I've never done a 24-hour binge on the place. Yeah, but so I mean, overall. Sure, I'm pretty sure they will, I think, because yeah. they have a daily rate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, for the most part, though, I think the prices are great. Mm-hmm. So really the only con is that we just haven't been to one that that we own. Yeah, I would say that's probably the only con that I've experienced. I generally don't get massages and and body treatments there or or anything outside of a scrub. Mm -hmm. But because when I go for body treatments, when I go for massage therapy, I like to be able to communicate well with my therapist or with the practitioner that I'm working with. And so the communication gap, there's a barrier there. And so that might be one con to you if you say, hey, I want to go here and I want to try this. And you mess around and go get a massage and you get somebody that uh, it reminds me of one of the chiropractors I used to work with. He was always laughing, talking about the traction beds that were in the space. And he was always laughing. It's like all these pads on here. How do you feel the rollers with all these pads on this stuff? And he just wanted to put people on these traction beds with no pads oh, on wow. it. He's always saying, you Americans are so soft. That's funny. <laughs> that There's probably some truth to that. But <laughs> you can go to some of these places, and the stories I've heard from friends is like, yeah, they don't care. They're going for whatever's going on mm-hmm. inside of you, and they're going to try to rip it out. And I'm not necessarily from that school of thought when it comes to massage therapy. Right. I'm really more of a working with the body, working with the nervous system, working with the tissues and getting what the body will allow me to get and what the person is ready to let go of. I push you towards your edge, but I'm not going to force anything. I think the, the communication barrier might be one of those things that kind of creates the space for people just like, look, I feel it. I want you to know that I feel it and I'm going to get it. Yeah. Well, and then I think too, the difference is, is that when you're going to spa places or um, going to see a massage therapist, 
that is what you're going to do to build a relationship. Whereas the spa, Korean spa, it's almost just like a one-off. Like you're not going to go back. You're not going to request that person. They're not going to remember you. So that's definitely a bit different. And the good thing is they have the ice plunge on deck mm. in the space. So they're ripping your muscles up. Just go on back downstairs and, and settle down in right. the ice bath <laughs> and you'll be all right. And so for the people that are afraid of that ice bath, there's so many restorative benefits of being in that ice water. Even for everybody that tries to get their summer bodies and everything right. Plunging yourself in that ice cold water increases, I believe, it's like the the darker type muscle uh, Mm. tissue. That's where you kind of see the tone and everything. Mm, The dark meat. It'll help tone Mm. you up uh, (laughs) to, to get in that cold water. So that might be a benefit for some. I like to go back and forth between the hot tub and the cold because the vasodilation and vasoconstriction of the blood vessels, they they expand and contract. Because you're using science. I think you just really like that. That takes a special type of person. I don't like cold showers. To like dunking themselves in the cold, get used to that, and then go to a warmer temperature water and do it all over again. Oh, it's so great. That's like a mental so gymnastics that I think you're also your enjoying. <laughs> when you're yeah. under the water. Oh, you can feel everything. But it is a mental component to it. Yeah. I, I do it just because it's something that I don't like and I like to challenge myself to do it. Mm-hmm. So getting in it for a few minutes, that's enough for me because yeah. I've proved to myself that I could do something and it really is every time going like a brand like I never did it before (laughs) the same mental hoops to go through I think it spending so many years in the realm of massage therapy work I know getting started when I first started working at one of the larger spas that was kind of busy and I was doing you know five to six people a day there and then I'm still doing my business on the side and doing you know i'm doing a lot of massages in a week i used to get to a point where my hands would hurt a lot Mm. and i found nothing worked better than just soaking my hands in the bucket of ice Mm. and it was awesome it was it was it was my recovery yeah so continuing with the cold i guess i'll talk about the cryotherapy Well, before you get in that i will say the last thing about the ice because i do hear you i I'm not trying to discredit that it is actually beneficial to the body, but I think for me, I definitely focus more on the mental part of it. And that is what we use in our prenatal practices too, to kind of help you deal with discomfort, being uncomfortable, things that your brain starts to do when it's in that ice water. That is true. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to say it's easy to get in the ice. The more you do it, the easier it gets. But you definitely, the first couple of times that you hop in there, especially after you've been warm and in all the jacuzzis and saunas and steam rooms, you're going to feel it. Yeah. And I mean, I took a deep breath just now thinking about it. And that's what you want to do when you get in there and just start breathing. Mm. Just start breathing and, and stoke those internal fires mm-hmm. in the body. <laughs> it helps. It, it helps. does. It helps a lot does okay so what are you saying about cryotherapy yeah because we something we're i've jumping never a done because we started with the, the bath houses and i kind of skipped over i glazed over massage a little yeah, bit yeah no, we're coming back we'll come it. back to that because we're going to talk about it in a different setting but you also have all these new therapies out there and these exciting things that's why what is it, wellness adventures yeah it really is like a wellness adventure yeah this so, is like the wild west of wellness like where people are really getting into the science of things and how it can help your body yeah improving technology around yes it. and so the cryotherapy chambers and and spaces i had to look into that like i said being in massage therapy being in pain management for so long I'm looking at emerging technologies that are coming up and and how people are are working and addressing those things. And being a massage therapist, I will say, I say it to my clients all the time, massage therapy is not the most cost-effective way of treating your pain, of Mm. managing your pain, because you have to get it regularly. And depending on where you're going, it can be very expensive. And the quality control is kind of all over the place, depending, like I said, where you're going, 
who you're going to see, how much how much it costs, what's their specialty, all these things. It's kind of all over the place. But that cold, it kind of hits different. <laughs> that cold chamber, that cold booth that they put you in. You'll go into a place, depending on how tall you, you are or whatnot, they close the chamber, you're standing, and they'll close the chamber around your neck. And so the gases that they're pumping in drop the temperature drastically and you're basically in there i don't know i'm trying to think the first time you do it i don't think they have you go for too long you maybe like a minute or two. Oh wow and yeah and it but it's so effective uh liquid nitrogen that's exactly what it is liquid okay. nitrogen gas is what they use and so they'll tell you while you're in there you're kind of blowing you're kind of blowing away because you don't really want to breathe in all that liquid oh, nitrogen. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a weird, it's a weird thing that you got going on. You're standing up. You're in like a. I'm trying to think of how to describe this thing. I I'm gonna tell you what I think about. <laughs> it reminds me of a tanning bed, but yeah, upright. Yeah, 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 yeah. Close to it. It's a, probably a little wider than a tanning bed, but you're pretty much spot on. It's like a tanning bed that you're standing up in. They close it and they're punching, pumping this liquid nitrogen in. And right about where your neck is, is where the gas kind of puffs out a little mm -hmm. bit. And so they're like, you know, don't breathe that in. So it's, you're kind of doing your fire breathing mm -hmm. for the yogis. You're just kind of pumping the air out. And just keeping the liquid nitrogen from coming up in your face and just breathing it in too much. Interesting. But again, that's something that you will have to do somewhat uh, regularly. More regularly. It is a lot more affordable than regular oh, massage, and a lot you're speaking my language. A lot more time effective. So mm, you're not yes. you're not in there for a long time. You, it only takes a few minutes. You get your few minute sessions. You go in. You get it done. And then you're out. And wow. so and then the, the work, I mean, just the effects on the body, you'll feel something the first time. You know, if you have if you're dealing with chronic pain and things of that nature, there's other angles that you're going to want to approach it from. Definitely talk to a physical therapist, maybe chiropractor, somebody that's really looking at what's going on. And you're not just kind of putting a Band-Aid on top of it with the ice. But it's it's great. And if you're working out a lot, it's awesome for recovery. And so that's one of the things that I saw a lot of athletes were using was this cryotherapy. Interesting. I mean, I definitely have heard it in with athletes. I think it's interesting, though, that you love it so much as a fire sign. You were the hottest person just standing next to you. I'm hot. And you love cold things. I would do it to try it. But I don't know that that would be my modality of healing. I don't particularly like being cold. I'm already, I feel like, cold when other people are not. I'm struggling to always keep warm. So mm -hmm. I don't want to be cold. I see that. I can understand how that can make sense. But I mean, I think me being hot natured, that's one of the things that's that's probably why it works so well. It's such me. an extreme, though. You think it's extreme. Well, well I guess it's the so. exact opposite. Yeah. Well, mm. but I mean, that's what I'm saying. That's why I think it helps to bring me in the balance. So I wonder then, like, for water, if I need just more grounding, finding these adventures and grounding, they which I the think the spa, the Korean spa does. Burial. Mm. With the gems and the crystals is what I was talking about. <laughs> the clay walls, all those kind of things. Yeah. And no, I think that's why I gravitate towards that. There's like a mud bath somewhere even. Oh, um, yeah, that sounds nice. Yeah. So that though the cryotherapy just, I mean, it's not super new anymore, but it's like. How would you find it? Yeah. How would you find it? Or, or yeah. I think, uh, or how would you get kind of connected to it? What would bring you to yeah how would you end up in this place other than this amazing conversation of course. right 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 <laughs> uh, <laughs> i think in the way of athletes the people that are training the people that if you're going to i'm not i mean not to talk down on certain gyms but if you're, if you're going to a higher end gym these are conversations you might have in the locker room True. with people if you are you know a performance athlete of some kind 
some point in time, so, you know, somebody's going to talk to you about recovery mm-hmm. and uh, and that's where it's going to come up. And if you even watch sports, they have you might have seen them. They, they have like leg length compression like mm. boots and things and they have them for their arms. They have them for the legs oh, wow. and they sit in these things. Honestly, I was looking at investing in, in some of these because it's another form of pain management, another form of recovery. And the sessions are so much shorter than an hour long, hour and a half session with a massage therapist. You get in these compression suits and they're cold assisted or they can add cold, they can add heat and they kind of, they compress and they do a lot of the work for you. But the athletes, if you're watching athletics, if you're watching pro athletes, you'll see some of the recovery things with them, even the oxygen tanks and the oxygen bars. I do think that's cool. I've never done that. No, me either. But I always thought those are cool. Yeah. Well, I can hook you up with an at home compression session because I've got some compression undies and I can heat up a rice sock. Oh, geez. Or it can go in the freezer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. But it only works for a certain region. Yeah. So you are limited. (laughs) Limited applications, patent pending. Oh yeah. Okay. So what else do we have here? I I want to talk about massage just mm-hmm. because it's it is your wheelhouse. Okay. So I guess we'll talk in general and then we'll get into some of your experiences. Okay. So we talked some of the benefits of massage. Mm-hmm. Um, but specifically going to oh, a, a place. Spa. Yes. Oh yeah. 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 Okay, so the spas range uh, from cheap Fancy. to luxury. Yes. And you're not necessarily going to get what you pay for. I was just about was to about say to that. Say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes what you're paying for is the environment yes. of luxury, whereas the massage could be the same as what you could have gotten somewhere else. Exactly. And you can stumble across good therapists at some of these very low-end spaces, mm-hmm. very cheap spaces. You can find people that are really passionate about their work. And so it is a bit of a gamble and it's a bit of a shop around that you want to do. It's like finding a hairstylist or a barber. I mean, yeah. the it best ones come def- off a recommendation. Yes. And take the recommendation, not necessarily just from a friend that you trust, but somebody that has a similar taste in what you're looking for. And is able to say something more than like, oh, no, they're good. They're good. Like, if you can be more specific and they can really flesh out what it was that was good about this service, then, yeah, that's very helpful. You'll often find, if you see a chiropractor, if you see a physical therapist, ask them who they go to. If you have somebody that goes often, you can do that. Fortunately, now in the age of information, people will post a lot about what they do. And you can almost tell from people's posts, what do they post about? Do they post the science of muscles? Do they post techniques of getting into deeper levels? Do they talk about the fascia? Do they talk about different modalities? So you can see a lot of different things from people's pages and people's posts and and in their business spaces, how they carry themselves professionally Mm -hmm. in this will all translate ideally most times yeah some of us suck at social media some of us are really bad at social media some of us <laughs> will disappear for weeks on end and come back like hey some of us is us some of us is me <laughs> and me is some of us. Uh, but yeah i mean and it doesn't if they're not necessarily always talking about the science that's okay that might be something that resonates with you but that's right. definitely a way to get to know people for right. sure and reach out ask them if you see them and you're considering going to them if it's an individual therapist whether they work at a big chain or not and they're saying come to me at this chain you can still talk to them outside of it and say hey what do you specialize in what do you like to do and you can find out as much information as you can from them that way yeah i wouldn't say you have to go into a place blind now if you're on vacation and you're in some random place it is taking a chance yeah you are you are taking a chance but the way I approach it is a little, hmm, I'm trying to be No, say it because I'm, I'm waiting. Say this. I generally book at least 90 minutes, maybe a two-hour session. I can tell within the first five minutes whether or not the session is going to be good or bad. I do not throw good money at bad service. Mm-hmm. In that first five to ten minutes, I'll let you know. 
we're going to cut this thing down to a half an hour session so that I can get off your table and I can go on about my day. And my body doesn't get wrecked. Exactly. My body doesn't get wrecked and I'm not pissed about the money that I spent laying here in my head, in my feelings, mad about what you're doing. When, in fact, we just might not be a match. Right. And that's that's generally what it is. We're not a match. You're not we're not good for each other. And so I like to empower people to do all this. If you go somewhere, when you go to the spa, if you go to any of these wellness adventures places, especially in the spas, the whole thing is customer service, especially at the luxury inn. Everybody's trying to get this Forbes five star rating at these luxury spas. And so their idea is to cater to you. So if at any point they aren't catering to you, they run the risk of losing points, getting whatever bad reviews, bad reviews, all this, that, and the third. What I suggest, you keep open lines of communication with whoever you're working with. Yeah. Allow them, even when you're booking the appointment, set your understanding. I'm coming for a sports massage. I'm coming for a deep tissue massage. Or I'm just coming for relaxation. I want some Swedish body work. I want some circulation. I want to feel a little dizzy when I get up. Mm -hmm. You know, let them know that this is what your goals are. Reiterate it when you meet your therapist before you get on the table. You're a good therapist will be open to speaking to you. They they will you you'll be able to tell. Honestly, I can tell before they even touch me if they're a good therapist by the way they hold eye contact. Even if you're looking away, you're scared of me talking and asking questions. I can tell you're not sure in what you're about to be doing. Right. Mm, Makes sense. And I mean, I feel like at least from the conversations that I have with my friends, women are not tolerant of going to get their hair or nails done and they can tell something is not right and they will let you know. So keep that same energy. In the spa. Yes. But in, in the crazy thing, in all the years that I've been there, so many people don't keep that energy in the spa. I know because you get in there and you all of a sudden it's like a library. You feel like you have to be quiet and different or something. Yeah. But no, keep that same energy. Now, nah, yeah, you can talk. You can talk. I mean, you're not yelling. You're not, you know, la- laughing loud, disturbing the peace of others. But protect your space. Yeah. Advocate yeah. for yourself. Absolutely. Which is why I don't go to those places. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do agree, though, that the recommendations help because when I went to get my facials, that was someone that you had recommended. And it was just naturally easier for me to have open lines of communication that way than when it's just someone random. I'm already uncomfortable. And like that just is too many layers adding up. So I think just knowing, okay, well, Greg said this person was cool. Like that was enough for me. And she was excellent. Yeah. And like, I mean, not even just excellent in her work, but like it was great conversation, communication. It made me feel really comfortable. That's good. That's that's what you're supposed to do. The service provider is supposed to be open, welcoming, you help you feel comfortable and relaxed to the best of their ability. Yeah. And even in some ways teach you how to get to that space. Okay, so we had this little joke going on last thing with massage. And we would be traveling on the road and we see these billboards oh for places and it's just like, yeah, that's that's not a spot to go to. But they make you want to go there. They do make you want to go there. Now, clearly the ones with naked women is just a very obvious sign that this is not a regular massage. They, I've but never there were seen some. No well, the naked women. well, they were like, I mean, they're not oh. nipples showing, but, you know, they're like bikinis. Oh, are, right, right, right. Yeah, so like. But they weren't always that obvious. General rule of thumb. <laughs> yeah. If you see a spa that's advertising on the side of the road, mm, yeah. especially advertising to truckers, eh, mm. you probably want to skip out on that spot. Unless you're looking for something other than Unless a massage. Unless you're looking for something other than a massage. <laughs> Unless you're looking for something unprofessional. <laughs> Unless you're looking to possibly have police come raid your right. space while you're in there. <laughs> Some telltale signs. You see these billboards on the side of the road and they advertise, even if it's not a billboard on the side of the road, but if they advertise a certain demographic of person that's working there, if there's yeah. a certain race of people who works here. Yeah, you want to you wanna yeah. kind of watch these places. I would even say when you're saying not the billboard places, because I feel like we would drive up to 
just going to like stores and things and you would see shopping centers where that one place is open and everything else is abandoned and closed down. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. There's a few of those out there too. And another sign, if you roll up onto a space and there's a whole bunch of cameras outside, <laughs> I guarantee you they're hiding something inside. <laughs> so, so watch yourself, protect yourself at all times. You might be coming out with heroin in your butt. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you might be coming out with something else. I'm a mule. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> since we're, since we're still on the subject and I was talking about the wonderful edits being done by Asan, the producer Myers, uh, I'm going to talk about this time that he, told me hey man there's this new spa that's opened up right around the corner oh <laughs> oh my goodness it was so funny i went up in there i was like oh man this would be great i love working five minutes from my house i went up in that place and i could tell immediately <laughs> what was going on it was, it was it was yeah the darker side of this is that on in this industry, we are governed by the Department of Health. And then there's also uh, vice because of human trafficking happens mm -hmm. a lot through this industry as mm -hmm. well. So we're, we're kind of joking and making light of the situation, but it's, it's a serious thing. Yeah, no, it's real. Yeah, it is very yeah. real. And so you can be implicated just by being in those mm -hmm. spaces. So watch out for those type of spaces. And then when going to the luxury spas, know that you are a big part of it is you are paying for the environment that you're in. Just just know that straight up. It, just because you're paying $195 for an hour long massage at a, at a luxury spot doesn't mean that you're getting the best therapist. It just means that, you know, you can take selfies in here. Yeah, I mean, that <laughs> it really is about your goal. Because if you want to just have a good time, that's fine. But if you're actually looking for someone that you can have a connection with, communicate with, continue to set up appointments, appointments with to meet whatever wellness goals you have, of course, that's that's going to be totally different. Yeah, and you're you're not going to get it in selfie places. Yeah, that's not what they're. You'll book an hour. You'll book a 60 minute massage. You'll get 50 minutes of that if you are punctual. If you're doing everything that you need to be doing, you'll get 50 minutes of that time. Even if you book the 90 minutes, you're getting 80 minutes because right. their job is to flip that table and get the next person on and off. Sounds uh, like a hospital. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, look. Get in here, flip the tables, and even at the best places, the massage therapist or the service provider, whether it's an esthetician or a nail tech, they'll be able to walk with you and talk about treatment and talk, and they'll plug some products and everything that they're trying to get you to buy. And then they'll have somebody from guest services or, or the front desk or the people that kind of walk around, the curators of the spa, they'll come through and they'll flip the sheets so that the therapist can spend just that little bit extra time with you mm. before getting the next person in on that table. Right. But at those luxury places, that's what you're dealing with. The greatest thing is if you live near one of those luxury places, try it out, feel free, do great. If you like the therapist, get their contact information. Get it, you know, not from the front desk. No. Get, get the contact information from the therapist. This is a if, secret conversation. Yeah, if they do work outside, you want to work with that therapist because they will give you their time. They will give you their all. And of course, pay them say, what they're worth. And, and they will give you their rate. But if you if they met you in the spa, luxury spa setting, and you're being cheap on the tip and the personal, don't, don't, yeah. don't be well, that person. The, in, and the thing is, my best clients, they met me in the luxury spas and they said, I'll never pay you anything less than what anybody else is charging for your services. For sure. And so now instead of them getting 30% of what they were making there, they're getting 100% of right. it. Now your therapist values you as well. Yep. So. And then, you know, just, I don't know. I mean, I guess. Because like when you have a personal client, I don't know that this would resonate as well as when you're going to a spa about getting there early enough to enjoy the amenities. Oh, yeah. so, but regardless, I mean, whether you're going personal to a the private sector, thank you, uh -huh. or to the spa, you don't want to be late. Yeah, not at all. Because that shortens the service that you're getting. Yeah. And it's hard for you to really relax and let go because you're thinking about the traffic you were in or how you couldn't find your keys or 
whatever have you that was making you late, you thought you could get ready in five and you actually needed 15. Absolutely. (laughs) In every chance you get going to the spa, if you can, if you have the option, make a day of it. Mm-hmm. make a day of it or make a few hours. If you have an hour for a service, cut out three or four so that you can enjoy the amenities. You can have some time to travel. You can have, have some time to decompress once you get there. All these things will lend to a better experience, a better spa experience, because again, nobody's perfect. You got human beings working the front desk. They could have double booked you. They could have done all types of things and being there early and just being able to float around, being flexible. That's one of the best ways to get free stuff out of them, not being one of the headache clients that's screaming and cussing and trying to get free stuff, but just being chill, being there and being flexible allows them to say, you know what, I'm going to take care of this person in Mm -hmm. an extra special way because you're taking care of yourself in an extra special way by giving yourself some time and some space to enjoy all these things. Yeah, and if you use spas as a way to do your self-care, I think because self-care is so popular, it's become a thing that you check off your list. So, well, I made my massage therapy appointment. I went to the spa, but if you get there just in time to get to the appointment Mm. and leave as soon as it's over, that's really not actually self-care. You just made an appointment. You stressed yourself. Yeah, you know, you did an adult thing and were responsible and got there on time, but really allow yourself to just enjoy the experience is really where the care comes. Leave your phone. Don't, Don't bring your phone into the treatment room. Does that happen to you? Or yeah, did I've had, that? Yeah, I've, I've had people sit, move my stool that I'm sitting on, <laughs> and they sat their phone on the stool. <laughs> and I'm just <laughs> like, nah, we're not doing that. And they left it on, and I was like, oh, you're tripping. Oh, and, yeah. and the thing is, when you approach somebody like that, a person like me, there's, of course, this, these aren't blanket statements, these all these truths don't hold for every personality type. But if you come into my treatment room and you have your phone on and you're constantly up and down checking your phone, you're getting 50% at best of me. Yeah, because you know they don't care. Yeah, I've I've already seen your investment in this. Mm -hmm. So that's that in terms of the massage spa life. That Um, wonderful world, your life for many years. Yeah. But it was a good one. It, yeah, it was yeah. it was fun. It was I mean, it's made me into a spa professional. So I know when I'm going up into a space what I'm going for and what I'm not yeah. what I'm not gonna let you put what kind of creams you're gonna put on me. Oh yeah, that you was really the other thing that we talk were about the products. You know, that's kind of a, a con for I would say the luxury spaces, but mm-hmm. if you're going private again that's a conversation you can have i have products i want to use can you use these yeah yeah no i've had real spa goers they'll come into the treatment room with their products like i don't oh, want even you to, at the spa even at the spas i oh. love those clients oh. I, I have the ones that come in with their own music they come yeah. some even come with like i've got these essential oils can you use oh they of course yeah. i love it i love yeah. it i love it because it shows me that you're invested mm-hmm. you know you're invested and so the luxury places, oftentimes, there's a big push for them now. It's like, oh, yeah, we've got green products. We've gone green. And some of them are like, yeah, we're no longer cruel to animals. And Congratulations. Uh, yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. They're yeah. still using medical waste for their products. Yeah. Well, and they have a reputation to uphold. So they want to make sure that the things smell good. So there's a lot of fragrance involved mm-hmm. because people have to have that sensory experience. Mm-hmm. And and also people want to see instant results. So in order to get that, you know, you're going to have to put some type of chemicals in these products so that people can see instantly tighter skin or look refreshed all of a sudden. I I wouldn't say they have to do some of these, have these chemical storms in the, in these products, but it's probably easier, more affordable, and it affects their bottom line. Well, and I, when I say have to, I just mean it based on the culture that they are All right. celebrating or functioning kind of, in right now. Mm-hmm. They feel that they have to do that. But yeah, no, there's, of course, better ways. Yeah. 
Um, and so I do love that. And I love when clients come with their own stuff. And so that might be something you want to look into when you choose your spas. I would say visit some of these places if you can. If you're close to them, visit them. You can look them up online, check out the stuff that they got, call them, ask them what kind of products they sell, what brands of products that they have. Most of your spas should have some kind of exclusive product that you really can't get other places. Mm -hmm. Some of them will carry things that you can find in Macy's. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So choose wisely. Yeah, yeah. What else were we talking about? We went from the... Korean spas, cryotherapy. Cryotherapy. Oh, yeah, chiropractic. Yes, that's what I was thinking. Yep. So I think the chiropractic work, I don't think I've had a traditional relationship with chiropractors. Mm-hmm. I've always worked for chiropractors. Right. And so we've always done things kind of in an exchange kind of fashion. You massage this and I'll crack that. And it was good. I do like I can advocate for chiropractic work. Some people are out to make some chiropractors seem like quacks mm-hmm. and whatnot. But that's a part of like wellness industry in yeah. general. Once things start getting traction and it seems like it might be pulling away from a Mainstream. Western medical system, then it's all of a sudden like, oh, OK, let's discredit this because, you know, it's it's hitting our bottom line, which is really what the only mean? time when something is going to get moved. But yeah. Yeah, I definitely have been seeing that, too. Yeah. And that's interesting because what the hell? Yeah. Somebody trying to help you walk upright is is a quack. But I mean, I'm not going to get into that, but I would definitely suggest and recommend chiropractic work. If you get a good chiropractor, your posture Mm. tells you so much. And that's I mean, that's even as a massage therapist, even though I wasn't doing chiropractic adjustments, I would read the body as people would walk. You can look and see. After a while, you can see one leg, is which leg is longer than the other. You can look at the bottom of people's shoes and even tell where they're putting and distributing most of their weight. Mm-hmm. All of these things are factors and things that a chiropractor and a physical therapist can really help you with. Yeah. So I would definitely recommend. You can uh, tell who sits at a computer all day. Absolutely. Who's on their phone a lot. Yep. Who's a new mother that's nursing? Yep. I mean, everything, even even runners, uh, runners have a posture holding their shoulders. Their shoulders are always tight holding them. And and the sides of their legs are that IT band is extremely tight and very little flexibility a lot of times in the hips. Mm. And so it's it's a point where, you know, everybody has their thing and you won't you definitely could use professional advice sometimes. Yeah. You know? So so a regular or a routine chiropractic checkup or working with a physical therapist to help make sure you're doing some of these things right, definitely highly re- recommended. Yeah. Well, something else that I have not done, but that, especially the posture part, for me alone, that's enough said mm-hmm. to see a, a chiropractor. But in the birth world, the pregnant ladies love it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, what ends up happening is you is your posture shifts and adjusts. You close up certain parts of your body, even even the posture of sitting at the desk, driving, working on your phone, being hunched over, leaned in forward, shoulders rolled in. You close up your lung cavity. And so you're not even breathing Mm -hmm. fully. You're not even breathing complete breaths. And so that little bit of lack of oxygen every day every day every day it starts to tally up yeah and and so i've seen it i've experienced it myself like i've had the the adjustment and then colors are brighter i can smell things Mm -hmm. it's just like it just opens up so much because now you've you've removed this blockage i think that's a big part of it i didn't go to chiropractic school so i'm not gonna you know go on too much about the core of what being a chiropractor is but getting that alignment is huge. Opening up those blockages around the joints and allowing for flow of your nervous system, your blood, and all the systems that have to work in your body, allowing them the space to work is a big thing. And I mean, that's a big thing in your mental space as well. So. It, it makes me think of like a physical chakra rebalance yeah. because you think about like the unseen and when you have something that's blocked in your body if your throat chakra is blocked then that's almost like with bad plumbing it's all the way down 
is blocked. And so it just makes me think of like, but in a more physical way, you, you open up something. Now that body is actually yeah. able to flow yep. and do its thing. I always used to tell my clients, the knee bones connected to the thigh bone. That whole song was real. Yes. Very real. The pelvic girdle, the shoulder girdle sits on the spine, sits across the pelvic girdle, across the feet. I mean, everything, yeah. everything, the whole body. Getting all that stuff in balance is is the goal. Yeah. Managing it, keeping it in balance, and having someone, a chiropractor, physical therapist, or somebody that's that's looking from the outside in and is working in a professional sense is going to tell you, hey, without emotions involved, you need to do this. You need to fix this. Let's help get this in line. Let's get this together. Yeah, I, like I said, highly recommended. Yeah, and that's the cool thing, too, about some of these wellness modalities mm-hmm. is because when you have conversations with some of these experts, you know, you find out how you can help yourself in other ways when you're not in that office with them. Mm-hmm. And that can help you grow with self-knowledge and self-healing as well. Too. Absolutely. They'll be the ones to tell you this is your homework assignment. Go do it. Mm-hmm. They'll be the ones to put you on. Hey, maybe you try cryo. Yeah. They'll be the ones. They're the ones with their ears to the industry, the ears to the current research and what's going on. And they'll be able to help you out in that regard. Well, my list ended a long time ago. Uh, um, what else have you done? Talk about acupuncture. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Acupuncture. Acupuncture. I'm overdue. Yeah. I'm really overdue. So you enjoyed it. Oh, I love it. Uh, oh my goodness uh, it's the needles for me i just you don't even feel the needles it's an irrational fear okay. i mean i think about childhood and shots and like immediately that's what i'm going to i don't i got you so i'm not hearing how okay you don't feel it like i, I really have to like work my way up to it yeah a good a good acupuncturist for the most part you're not going to feel it. it's a it's a you might it's almost like somebody squeezing your leg together, like squeezing the meat of your flesh together and then just letting go. So and like then, the mosquitoes do to me. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's like between your thumbs. It's like if you take your thumbs and you you know, you put them on yeah. your thigh and you push the things together. It's just like they're gathering it and then they've got a tap on the top and then and then there's a needle in there. <laughs> you don't even have to watch them do most of it, except it's for when they it. get onto your face. Yeah. No. Face and ears and hands. You I mean, you don't even have to get full body acupuncture either. You know, you can there are points in the hands, points in the feet that they can work with. Mm. But no, it is Acupuncture is amazing. It's, I have very few words to describe it. I will say whenever I've been in a funk, whenever I've just been off balance, trying to get things together, working things out, and I've gotten acupuncture, everything lines up. Like Every single time I've gotten acupuncture done, I step off the table and I'll get a phone call and somebody's like, hey, I got this big job I need you to do. And yeah, it's, just like, it's just like magic. I yeah. Mean, and it's and what it feels like, the idea is that they're working with the energetic lines in your body, the meridians in your body, working with your organ systems and helping, just like the chiropractor, increase flow through the body. And so in this case, we're talking about the flow of chi, the flow of your life force energy, and they're helping that flow through the body. And when you are at your best self, you know, you, you can do anything. You can do what you were really meant to do. And so... Every time I've gotten acupuncture, it's provided clarity in my life. I've gone maybe three or four times, mm-hmm. and it's it's always been great. Rarely do I, I don't think I've ever really gone for physical pain. I just think I've gone for just mental and emotional self-care, and, it's, mm-hmm. and it kind of gets me out of that funk. It shows me my true self. And I hate to be speaking so wooey at this point. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> But that's the best way that I can describe it. And the, and the crazy thing is we just talked about the chiropractors and physical therapists. There's kind of an intersection that's happening now or over the past few years, um, maybe like five or six years ago. I saw a lot of the therapists or physical therapists and chiropractors getting into dry needling. And so they're using the dry needles for that. I wouldn't say they're working the meridians like the acupuncturist, acupuncturist is. 
but they're working with the muscles with the dry needles. They'll stick a little dry needle in and get to work. But there's a bit of an intersection there, and I kind of love it. Yeah. Um, Fusion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's, there's more people are coming around to those old sciences. I guess there's more research being done around them, but it's worked. It, yeah. it works. It worked. If you have a chance to get acupuncture done, get it done. I would suggest trying, if you have a school in the area, an acupuncture school, they usually have a clinic where the students will do the acupuncture. Uh, And the students at this point, generally, I think when they start that clinic, the students are getting ready to be finished. Right. So they're not like first year. Yeah, Yeah. they're not first year in. Freshman class. Yeah. (laughs) You're getting experienced people. And there's clinics generally supervised to an extent by somebody, one of their professors, one of their teachers. And that's great. But Mm -hmm. you can also request the teachers at these at those clinics. And so not on the not on the student clinic day, Mm -hmm. but they have this a lot of times the teachers practice out of the same space. And so you can go in there and book with the teachers. And that's awesome. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. They they know. And they really know what they're doing. I love it. I will say I would put that before cryotherapy. Ah. But, (laughs) you know, we'll we'll see what happens. I'm not going to put anything out there. Maybe we'll have to do a follow up video and we go and we just we try acupuncture. We try some of these things together. Oh, I'm sweating unrelated to the heat of this room (laughs) thinking about it. (laughs) I'll be there. I'll hold your hand. Absolutely. I mean, and like you said, it's not like it has to be. Thanks. (laughs) It doesn't have to be full body. I get it. You know, there are like smaller steps you can take, but Mm -hmm. you have to breathe my way through that one. Yep. If if you go to the spa and get the crust scrubbed off your feet, they can do it on the feet. Oh, yeah. Or, I mean, they could actually reach my body. Yeah. (laughs) That would be great. (laughs) They're like, our needles keep breaking. (laughs) (laughs) Never happened. Just kidding. I like your feet. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, So, yeah, no, acupuncture really works. And um, and when acupuncturists is trained in as well, they're generally well versed in traditional Chinese herbal medicine. Mm-hmm. They will be your in. They will be your connection to that world of herbalism and yes. herbal remedies and herbal medicines and tinctures. Yeah, that's true. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, it's a it's a great kind of you know all these wellness adventures are kind of stepping stones to get you to another another space. Yeah. Um, it, it works as both a stepping stone, but also filling in a void for something that you used to do, but now you don't. Yeah. Making like a healthier decision and really like getting that good info when you get there. Yeah. And if you if you do it right, you can, you know, you can jumpstart your wellness program or reinvigorate your, your mm-hmm. wellness regime that you had going on or regimen. Yeah that you have going on for sure yeah I definitely feel like I'm always looking to do something when I feel stagnant and that's when I'm ready to do something different Mm -hmm. that's when you'll probably catch me for Mm -hmm. acupuncture and I don't know I mean I'm I'm still not 100% sold on this label because when I also think of wellness adventures, I also think about camping like those are activities that I mean just to be out in the wild that is like a genuine adventure so but that's different from a spa setting or something like that a wellness adventure i could say i mean unplugging for a moment just leaving your phone at your house or turning it off and taking it with you but leave for 12 hours yeah just disappear for 12 hours that's a that's a wellness adventure you're shutting off the noise from outside you're out in the world free disconnected to an extent and yeah. oh my goodness it's so, it's fun help us uh come up with how we what, what what are we calling this and the reason i don't like self-care is because it's just used too much i feel like now it's become a trendy thing and, and instead of being like something that you need for your for yourself for your mental and emotional well-being for physical it's just become like a oh well yeah like I do self-care you know I I go get my hair done but it's more than that and getting your hair done is more than just having a nice hairstyle it's about getting that scalp scrub mm-hmm. it's about those essential oils and that nutrients apple that cider vinegar rinse yes it's just it's so much more than 
what that term has been reduced to. That's why I'm cool. I'm cool with the wellness adventures. But it, that goes into so much. You don't think it's too big of a term? Wellness check ins. I don't know. I don't know. So that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Let's figure. see what. Let's see what. Let's other see people what the have people to have to say. Yeah, send us a message. Figure. What do you call it? Yeah. What do What do you call it? Because you know, words mean things, and mm-hmm. you know, I want to give it a proper, proper title. Okay. <laughs> so I think we have one more thing on our list that we didn't touch on and i think you've done Ooh, what's this yoga oh yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's so crazy (laughs) and we'll definitely have to dedicate another episode to yoga and its awesomeness entirety Yeah. yeah it's much bigger than just the poses the asanas but going to a yoga studio that is a great way to kind of get in this realm as well there at these at yoga studios you'll find people that are on their own wellness journey and they can share their experiences with you you'll hear half of them say yeah i love acupuncture another half of needles you know Mm -hmm. but even those people that say ill needles that's me i am fully supportive i'm not going to be like what that's weird don't do that no go for it i can recognize that i have my own personal fears and I'm encouraging you to try it because that actually encourages me more, too. No, absolutely. I'm not saying that they're going to be trying to put you off of it. But yeah, I no, I mean, there's going to be people that will not do certain But I things. think they will have a better understanding than maybe when you go to your friends and family and tell them that you want to do oh, yeah. this because you're in that wellness space. There's a more open mindedness about that. It's not so weird. And that, that is one of the wonderful things I love about yoga spaces everyone's there for Mm self-improvement on some level or another everyone's there to improve everyone's in there to grow in some way and and there's an openness to it i definitely love yoga spaces if you can get out to a class i'm not into all the gimmicky yogas yeah that can be a part of it i mean that's with really a lot of these yeah once something looks like it can make some money, then you start getting like some yeah not so thoughtful or deep people that are, are doing that. Yeah, the so. the intention kind of shifts with some of the spaces. And so, yeah, you can you can get that as well. Also, being black in some yoga spaces, crazy enough. Yeah. Can, be can, uncomfortable. Yeah, it can be somewhat uncomfortable. It instantly makes me feel like I am back in high school, middle school, elementary school, and just being the only little black child. Yeah. My inner child comes out then and she's like, we doing this again? (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's so stiff. It is. It is. And so that's another thing. There's a lot of different styles of yoga. There's there's different styles and types of yoga. You're probably not going to know that or get into that. When you're just finding a studio, if you Google one, try to find your nearest one, or if you find it online. Again, when you find these things online, a lot of yoga studios will advertise Instagram. You can see the pictures. You can see the demographic that practices there, if that's a thing for you. Right. You can see if, you know, they are inclusive. You can see if it is possibly going to be something strenuous and if they do have you know their various levels of classes Mm -hmm. most yoga studios will no matter how advanced they get they will have something for beginners you always want to keep people coming through the door so there's always going to be something for beginners but your yoga journey is going to be your journey and you're going to find what works for you yeah and when i say stiff i don't mean the movements or like no i know okay uh, the tone of the class, but that also and, comes from practice, of, like I said, of going to predominantly white schools, of learning to make myself smaller in that space, mm-hmm. and so I'm dealing with that discord between like that old self wanting to do that and then being like, I do not care, <laughs> um, and then like telling a joke that does not land because that is not a space where they typically tell jokes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. I mean, in in certain spaces, that's the thing, because even when I was teaching a lot more classes, I mean, my teaching style is different from the next. Mm -hmm. Other people's teaching styles are very different. Some people will tell jokes, play around because to me, I feel like if you're not playing around a little bit in your practice, I, I 
yoga to me is definitely to help me feel more childlike in a lot of ways keep me young keep me fresh keep me from being too rigid in my ways yes and so if i'm not if there's not a, a single laugh, smirk, yeah. or joke in there, I'm not doing something Regardless right. of the color, yes. Yeah. Some spaces yeah. are just very serious, and yeah, that's yeah. not for us. Yeah. Because, you know, there are things that happen, like bodily functions that just oh, yeah. will, you know, you're farting, and yeah. I need to be able to just, yeah, that was me, okay? <laughs> it's very uncomfortable to have to, like, either one, hold it in, yeah. or or you're sitting there where you're supposed to be breathing, but you're actually holding your breath, hoping that no one is like yeah. going to say something. Yeah. That's yeah. just not the space. And for so, me. and so, yeah, choosing the space is definitely important. I know a lot of spaces to keep their doors open and whatnot, they'll get most of their money from a membership. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, they want you to keep coming back and everything. And I know for some people that can be like, oh, my goodness, it costs so much. I'm not even sure if I like this. That's a good deal. A lot of times those memberships are really, really good deals. But I would suggest supplementing your yoga practice. Your yoga practice just, I tell my music students the same thing. Mm -hmm. Your practice isn't when you show up to class. It's not the only time you practice. Right. Your practice is at home in your own time, in your own space. And then you come to a class to get refining. You come to a class to get the eyes of the of the teacher that's trained to look on you, look at you from the outside and looking towards you to say, all right, that's beautiful. But can you adjust like this? And what does that feel like? Or let me assist you in getting here a little further or you're not quite there yet. Maybe let's try using this prop and let's see what that feels like. So you can feel deeper into the pose. You can feel mm-hmm. deeper into this space or somebody to just look at you, say, hey breathe yeah you know yeah. there's a lot of things that come with that but but yoga is it should be light-hearted yes you shouldn't be too stressed when you go to the space and there's some wonderful studios out here it's hard and, to do yoga wrong i think yes but it is happening yeah. yeah well and i like going that is the space i like going to like when i go to the spas i'm either by myself or i'm doing it with my friends but when i go to yoga that's where i go to meet people i always come out with a few instagram accounts phone numbers <laughs> i like making friends there <laughs> that's a good place to make friends it is It is a really good place to make especially friends. as an adult they should probably i think yoga studios should stay open while the clubs are open yes i Just would be there up until midnight or so you know because sleep is an important part of it yeah. and i'm I'm not trying to be up all night. Yeah. And no one's really trying to be up like that all the time. But I think there should be like Friday, Saturday night yoga classes somewhere. I think that would be really fun. Yeah, we should do that Uh, then. Fun later, later evening. We'll see if we can find us a space because we can't do that here. Get a DJ. Yeah, no, we definitely won't be doing that here. (laughs) We have to find us a space. (laughs) Get a DJ, turn up. And have that. You know what? I actually did do something like that one night. It was like a pink moon celebration. Oh, yeah. But they had the class, and then afterwards, there was like a DJ and drinks and food Mm -hmm. and things like that. Mm -hmm. And that was actually a lot of fun. Nice. Mm -hmm. All of these things, get the most to get the most out of it, you want to make sure you show up early. When you're calling, when you're booking, you're clear about what your intentions are, what you need, what questions you have when they come up. Keep open lines of communication with your practitioners. Speak, speak, speak. Protect your space. Protect mm-hmm. your peace. Show up early. I said that once. Yeah, said you it said it a few times. Yeah. Show up early <laughs> and be open. Oh, and if you are nervous or anxious, Shannon has said it a few times. Try to do it with a friend. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they've never done it, but you guys can share you your can be foolish together. Yeah. Yep. And just do it. And, you know, of course, that has its cons as well, because friends can decide they don't want to go. And then that leaves you in a situation where either now you're not going or you end up going by yourself anyway. So you might not always have an accountability partner. That might not be where that relationship is, but definitely someone to help you break into something for the first time so Absolutely. that, you know, you you don't have to be so nervous. Yeah. And I said, show up early. I don't think so. Okay. Show up <laughs> early, but also book early. Yeah. Book early. And when I say book early, you want to book generally, you know, a, a, a day or so out in advance. But also you don't want to book 
at the last minute or at the end of someone's day. If you can avoid being someone's last appointment, do it at all costs. Because depending on what kind of day they had, they're probably done. And they're probably more ready to leave than they are ready to serve. So if you can book for the early morning, get get there while they're fresh, early mid morning and don't show up on their book, you know, an hour before they have to leave, Mm -hmm. because that is that is never going to go well. I mean, it it could. It could. It could. could, Maybe once you've established a relationship with that person. If you if you book me like that and you've established that relationship with me, I'm going to tell you when you get in there. I'm going to tell you. Well, Yeah. And that's part of it, because it's open (laughs) communication for both sides. But also, if it's someone that you have a relationship with, if I'm tired, I'm like, oh, but this is this person coming in. Like, yes, I I know who my last person is going to be. I like them. Well, that's true. And so, like, I'm happy to be able to end my day like this. That's yeah, that's that's true. I've definitely experienced that as well. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's cool. Yeah. So yeah, they, these are some guides, some tips and tricks for your wellness journey, wellness yeah. adventure. Yeah. I still have a couple of things on my wellness adventure that I'm looking to try. The next one up is the float chamber. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I have is, not done that yet. What are you doing? Like, it's a sensory it, deprivation tank that you're in. You're is in it salt like water. Another tanning bed kind of thing where it closes in around you, or yeah, are you actually yes. like in a pool? You're, it depends on where you are. Okay. Some of the spaces are big enough to where you're in a pool. Because I feel like, yeah, I've open seen space. that. Okay. Some people might be claustrophobic. And mm. so the tank can stay open mm, okay. or it can close gotcha. and they have lights and everything or, or whatever. But a lot of them are, it's dark from what I've seen, what I've been looking at. I think at. I might like that. Yeah. It makes me think about being in the womb again. Oh, Lord. Just, I was just about to say we should do that together, but no. Not if I'm going to be in there being a fetus. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. <laughs> Wait, no. The thing I want to try is a, a colonoscopy. Oh, I don't yeah. know if that's like a in colonic. the same. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Not yeah. a colonoscopy. <laughs> I've been talking to my granny too much. Uh, yes. A colonic. Thank you. Now, colonics are actually amazing as well. <laughs> yeah, that's what I want to do. Yeah, colonics are that's really amazing. That's been on the top of my bucket list. I can highly recommend those. I guess that's another conversation too. Yeah, I mean. I don't think I'm going to talk too much about that. Things but. I have going on in myself that I'm going to just keep right here for now. I think that could be very beneficial for me. I, I, I think it could be beneficial a for a lot of people. And I think I have a lot to release. Yeah. And I think that that physical release is also an emotional release. Yeah. So mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. now on that note, we're going to have to talk about the energies of the organ systems at some point. Yeah. That'll be a fun conversation. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that'll be really fun. We'll lighten the mood, I guess, with our next episode. What yes. we're looking to do. We're going to talk about anime. Yeah. So. Okay. <laughs> so. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Labwell Podcast. Mm-hmm. As always, you can find us on social media, on the World Wide Web. At Labwell Solutions and website at labwellsolutions.com. Mm-hmm. Reach out to us, send us messages, let us know how you feel about these episodes, the what membership. you want to talk about. Oh, yeah. That's the other place. I was like, no, there's somewhere else that we can because we can get more intimate there. We've got a few bi-monthly chats and monthly hangouts that we'll do so that we can not only talk, but like see each other and you can respond and share your stories in real time. Yeah. Share with the community. Yeah. So we're looking forward to growing this community and including you in it and having more conversations. Bam. Until next time. Mic drop. We out.